Stay on top of all meaningful top trending stories right here on SAFM. Leading the conversation. Well, I think a lot of people are feeling um, very sort of, I suppose, let me put it in the way that President Sir Ramaphosa put it yesterday. He said he, he didn't think he'd ever felt prouder than watching the South African team at the International Court of Justice presenting their arguments yesterday. So there's a sort of feeling to this. And I was sort of watching yesterday as the Justice Mr. Ronald Lamola was taking questions from international journalists. And some of them, I think, were quite aggressive. They hold a very different view to the view that we have around the arguments presented yesterday in the International Court of Justice. Well, someone who's there uh, for us is Sophie McQuenner, of course, uh, the head of uh, the the international news editor here at the SABC. Sophie, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning to the listeners. So we were watching on TV, listening on the radio. What was it like to be in the room yesterday? How did it feel watching these arguments? And and these arguments sort of going from, uh, you know, becoming quite sort of legal, quite technical, important arguments. What was that like in the room? Well, starting with our former Deputy Chief Justice, Dikham Musenek, when he was sworn in as a judge, joining the judges of the International Court of Justice, uh, that dawned to us that this is it, we are here, this is a world stage, all eyes on South Africa, and they can't uh, go wrong. They have to ensure that they understand how the court operates and what needs to be done because look these were not arguments they were presenting statements and that is why there was no uh, you know questions thereafter any clarity from the judges that will be done in writing and they will communicate in writing so the process is completely different it is not a court of law as you know it in South Africa. So you had to be really uh, informed in terms of how you present it, including us journalists, to quickly understand the do's and the don'ts. And then that presentation by the ambassador who has got legal experience did help because he's the one who has filed papers here at the Hague at the International Court of Justice and the International Criminal Court, which is also located here at The Hague. And those processes are completely different. Now here, focus is state to state. And South Africa had to make statements related to state and also uh, prove to the judges that they want this to happen. This is a request for provisional measures. The real case between South Africa and Israel will be had much later. Now South Africa wanted the court to make a decision and an announcement that they are Israel to stop with the bombardment and all those other related matters. And therefore, one saw South Africa that was prepared. And as the presentation went on and on with different people, you could see the different skills based on the entire team. I mean, you see, if you're dealing with intent, and Mugai Tobi had to prove that there was intention. When you dealt with other related matters, the whether the court can hear this matter it is before the right court there you had people with expertise explaining that and uh, the minister of south africa representing the country why south africa is doing this not really delving into 
technicalities, as uh, I pointed out with other members. So I think this is what was happening, and it was an eye-opener outside many people protesting pro-Palestine. There was a screen outside, a big screen. They converged there. They were carrying placards about Mandela, about South Africa, and women were crying, men were crying. Every time uh, a person was done with his uh, presentation, and they were clapping hands. So I think even for Palestinians, it was a complete Mm. different moment. And the supporters came from different parts of the world as part of the activism activism movement. And Sophie, I imagine the sort of Israeli lawyers have very different sentiments. I imagine just sitting, watching it quietly yesterday, and we'll hear from them today. Yes, these are legal minds. People, uh, they don't get intimidated. Yes, they had what South Africa was saying. And anyway, 84-page presentation, they've gone through that. They know what's the content. Similar to South Africa, they know what Israel is going to say because they've made statements in relation to why they took it. Remember, there was no need for Israel to come because South Africa was making a request. But Israel took a decision because they don't want to lose a PR because international media will cover this. And if it's one side, the images that went out yesterday and the presentation and information was damaging. So Israel today is going to do the same with with, uh, Hamas. They are just going to focus on Hamas, what Hamas did on the 7th, how brutal were those events. You'd recall at some point in time, the embassy in South Africa of Israel invited very few journalists they did show us uh, some images that we haven't seen in terms of the quality. So they will also try and deal with the psyche of the international community, of, of the people around the world, justifying the action that we are continuing. But South Africa was clear that Hamas is not a state. And therefore, when you bring a case here, you bring a state and a state. And therefore, maybe at the International Criminal Court, you can argue Hamas individual generals and and activists uh, to be held accountable. Sophie McQuenna, thank you very much indeed. International Affairs Editor here at the SABC in The Hague uh, for those arguments, of course, at the International Court of Justice. Well, Israel's side of the argument to be presented from 11 o'clock our time this morning, 16 after 8.